Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Yes, we are back. Still alive. We're back. And it's good to be back, right? Um, we keep making promises and plans of uh, about update, uh, uploading schedules and something and keep not delivering. We should maybe not do that anymore. We just, we just, whenever we get around to it, there will be a new episode. Just uh, keep the expectation a little bit lower. But it's good to be back. My name is uh, Tim. Well, how, why was I about to say You're my Alex? Name is, uh, my name You're is Alex. Alex. I'm Tim. Yeah, exactly. My name is Alex. This is Tim. Um, and yeah, this uh, welcome back to the sixth episode of The Axe Defect, a podcast where we. When we get around to it, meet up and discuss all the things that we bonded over all those years ago, back in college, you know, music, television, video games, a lot of video games. Definitely not football. Politics. Definitely not football. Definitely not sports in general. Um, and that is part of what we want to talk about today. Um Because today we want to talk about fandom. I don't even know how we got to um, to talk about that. Um, I think you just suggested that a couple of days ago, but it somehow came up, and we just were wondering about what does it mean to be a fan, and what maybe are the different in different instances 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 um, where you can be a fan, right? And maybe. Um, What are maybe the, the things that we are fans of and how do they differ? In, and how does the, the fandom maybe differ from medium to medium and so on? So maybe, Alex, what do you think does being a fan mean to you? Mm, being a fan in general, okay. Um, I guess, I guess... Um, Enthusiasm is a big thing. So when I consider myself a fan of something, it is never something that I force myself um, to like to like or to go for. It is something that just my attention naturally gravitates to. Like my my yeah, I I have a hard time putting that into 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 better words than that. I think so. It is something that I will think about or that I picture myself doing or that I want to do or that I spend a lot of time, you know, contemplating. Um, then the next part is reading up on it and like um, kind of immersing yourself into the subject a lot. It's like kind of goes hand in hand with it, like being on your mind a lot um, and supporting it. For what, like, whatever that may mean in what case. So, I guess if you if you're looking at it from a music perspective, I guess I would send the music to my friends, or I would talk to my friends about it. Back in the day, I would probably post music that I like on Facebook when Facebook was still a social tool. Um, yeah, so supporting supporting um, the origin or like the creator or whatever you know whatever person or group of people might create the thing that I'm a fan of, if it's something that you can be a fan of in that context. Um, or if I'm a fan of an activity, um, watch other people do that activity and then potentially be a fan of certain people doing that activity or just do the activity myself a whole lot. Um, I guess 
just emotional investment, um, mental occupation, and supporting it in whatever shape or form, like buying merch or um, going to events. Spend, spending money. Yeah. In um, a lot of cases. Yeah, spe- spending money is, is, a, is a part of it. But for me, that would definitely not make up the chunk of no like what what make what makes 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 it a fan what makes being a fan being a fan to me if that makes sense no i mean that i meant that uh, in regards to the supporting it. yeah yeah absolutely that's and a that's part of it absolutely just a part of it right that's not the whole part of it but it's oftentimes you know an, an element of yeah. it and i think these three uh, things you know um emotional investment just um Spending time and effort, um, you know, contemplating it or or just thinking about it or whatever. It yeah. take, it taking a certain amount of time of in your day or in your week, um, and uh, you know, supporting it in whatever fashion. I think these are three very. That's a very um, thorough. Um, yeah, list. I think that's it's a good start. Uh, I I I thought of one thing that I wanted to add to that list. Um, for for me, being a fan of something always um, has to do with my identity. So a lot of the times, like almost a hundred percent of the times, when I'm a fan of something, it is something that adds to my identity. Like I use it to identify myself as a person yeah. or it, is, it becomes a large part of my identity. Um, in German, you would probably say Identitätsstiftend. Shout out to Heiskalt, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, which essentially just like a source of identity for yourself. And I just wanted to make sure because sure. that's something something separate and important that also is a part of that. So I think it's part of the emotional investment but i think it's worth uh you know singling it out i agree um it is yeah. an emotional it no, is a type of emotional investment but it is its own phenomenon in a way as well yeah sure i get, i i think you uh, that's definitely true and um yeah I, I i think that describes it for 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 the most for most part i i agree i don't see wouldn't add too much to that i just when thinking about it i Obviously, one of your your first thoughts will be, "What am I a fan of, and why am I a fan of that?" And that kind of will give you the answer to what does being a fan mean, right? And I, I found it hard to find a lot of things that I would consider me consider myself a fan of, mm-hmm. or just things that I would say to another person. Maybe I am a fan of so and so, yeah, and maybe. Maybe that is a linguistic change and, and nothing more. Just being a fan, not, not being a phrase that I tend to use anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not deeper than that, but maybe maybe it also is. And and kind of being a fan is something or just that uh, kind of that commitment. And also that that effort that you kind of described that is necessary to put into to be able to consider yourself a fan is something that I recently haven't really put in. I don't know. I found that weird because we will... Well, let's just get to it now. 
um, what are the things that we are fans of. Um, like I said, I I find it hard to pinpoint that for me. And I mean, we talked about um, music bands. We talked about video games, where I clearly stated that I enjoyed uh, them and then followed them for a long time, but yet. I don't know if I would say I'm a fan of Trivium, whatever, mm-hmm. right? It's and that doesn't that I don't think that tells you anything about how good I I, I find or, or how much I like them or anything. It's just a, not a concept that I that that I would use in that in that sense. Um, how is that for you? Um, I see where you're coming from, and I I I definitely I definitely think we should revisit this idea of. The, like the, the the connotation of the concept of a fan um, in a later bit because I feel like it, it depending on how you look at it it could become you know a subject or like 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 a subject that could pressure you or even have a negative negative sort of touch to it um, I would say um, that I have less difficulty in pointing out what I'm a fan of um, simply because I. Don't really like I, I I use that concept in a very loose way. I think so. Back in back in my teenage years and my early early twenties, I think I was a I I was what I would consider a proper fan of certain bands and certain looks and certain things. So I would dress a certain way because a band that I liked had that aesthetic, or I would I would try to. Um, try to copy a certain aesthetic, um, or I would religiously go to certain concerts of certain bands, um, and definitely, um, buy their merch and support them. So, I guess the first big thing that I that I ever that I ever was a fan of in that sense was music and musicians. Obviously, that has changed over the past few few years. Um, me also looking at music. From a from a from a drummer's perspective, I became a fan of a various rather long list of drummers over the years. That has also, you know, been switched in and out depending on my my music taste. So I would say I'm a fan of music. I would also say I'm a fan of certain musicians of certain drummers. Um, so that would be the first thing that comes to mind for me. Um, I would probably say that I'm a fan of certain types of movies. For example, I really enjoy scary movies, like well-crafted, scary horror, um, thriller-type movies. I'm a fan of that genre. Um, I hate a lot of it because I'm a fan of that genre, because there's rarely something good about it. Um, but when there's a gem, I'm really happy. So I would say I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Um, but I would also... Um, argue that you can can use that term in a very broad sense. For example, I would say that I'm a fan of um, of capital Asian cities. I love um, I love the aesthetics that come out of um, Asian metropolis um, or Asian metropoles. Metropolis is the wrong word. Um, out of out of Asian mega cities, essentially. So um, I'm a fan of 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 traveling to those places and exploring them and um, immersing myself as best as I can into you know new environments so these are also things that I'm a I'm a fan of I don't contemplate them on the daily or I don't have you know 
a daily option to to go there and do these things. Um, but I would still say I'm a fan of that. Um, does that make sense? I think I think what I'm trying to say is like you can you can loosen that concept up. And yeah. If oh, you, yeah, you if can. You, if you do that, then I think you'll have a easy, have an easier time to identify things that you enjoy, and because um, that's what being a fan is about to me. Like I, th- th- they're ultimately things that I would seek out in my leisure, leisure time, and that I, that I enjoy either you know having around or or putting myself in you know into. Um, yes. So, in the light of what you you just said, I think. Um, I thought about two things. Um, first of all, yeah, I mean, you can loosen up the definition of being a fan, or just that. I mean, that that implies that there is some rigid definition and that yeah. you should stick to. I don't. That's not the case, obviously. I mean, um, you can. You're free to use being a fan as just a synonym for liking something, yeah, enjoying something. Um, and I, and obviously, then I would be a fan of a lot of things. Yeah, um, that's just not that's just not the way I use that word. So maybe maybe um, that's why it's kind of hard for me. And that's why I was trying the, the, to express is, essentially. This that's, is uh, but there, I think there's some kind of you know, it's a scale, right? Um, I mean, it's yeah. if you say I'm a fan of a band. That's in the very t- traditional sense, and then if you say I'm a fan of a city, um, that's probably on the other end of the of that um, spectrum, right? Where you you're not really passionate about that in in a in a in a way, right? It's uh, it's pretty much just saying I like that city or th- that type of city, yeah. as you just put it. Um, and if you, but then if you say I'm a fan of a film genre, that is somewhere in the middle to me, mm-hmm. where it is, where there is, there can clearly be some level of emotional investment, right? And some, um, obviously, also it's it can be quite time consuming, um, and it can, I think, be part of your identity in a way. Yeah. Um, so I think it's not a, it's not a black and white issue. Um, um, it's it's a sliding scale in that sense, and I probably just fall very much to the to the um, you know traditional you know fanatic definition of a of a fan in that sense. Um, where is that I where the word comes me, from? Is that where the word comes from? That's interesting. I'm sh- I'm not sure if that is true or if that is just some um, you know something that you always uh, sounds something that would that be just, a weird uh, coincidence. Intuit intuitively makes sense, and you just, that's why everybody believes it. Yeah, but that's what I I just uh, always heard and assumed was was true that it comes from. That would make so fanatic. much sense. That would make so much sense. Well, that's also that's what. Um, What's Wikipedia says so it's probably true, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. It's that's true. Um, yeah, um, but and the other thing is um, getting back to that identity yeah. point um, that I never really identified with with just media like that. To put it mm. that way. 
um, or ne never really seeked to. That's that's not a good beginning of a word uh, of a sentence. Sought. Um, also, it's it's sought, not seeked. I I I know, I know. <laughs> that was part of why it's not a good uh, gotcha. way to start a sentence. Um, I just never try to, you know, form an identity over things like that. And that's not saying that I think it's bad or that's corny or whatever. It's just not so nothing that occurred to me. And I think, you know, also the the, the listen the music that we listen to, um, both of us, um, there's some stereotypes tied to it, and there's some some preconceived notions that of of how people that listen to that music. Uh, look and may, maybe behave even, and I yeah. don't think I ever fell into that uh, stereotype. But I know that a lot of people always re reacted surprised once once I told them or once that came up. Like I listened to a lot of metal music. Like you, you don't look like that. It's like <laughs> yeah, I don't have to, I guess. And that's the same for um, uh, for sports as well. I don't. I don't give up vibes of something that is super, of somebody that is super into sports, I guess, right? Um, so I don't. I that's never really some, something that happened to me. Just f identifying over over things that I liked, and and that's a stupid sentence because obviously, <laughs> the things you like are part of your identity, but not to the degree that that you maybe described earlier. Um, so again, it's. Um, I keep coming back to, uh, yeah, finding it finding it hard and and being really, um, I don't know, stingy maybe with the things that I, I just put this 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 stamp of approval on. Maybe that's it. It's like a very, I want to jump in here. Very high bar to 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 jump over in in my eyes maybe. Yeah. I want. I want to jump in here because I've. I've sure. Been, I've been watching you struggle with this now, and it's something that I that I that that you got me thinking about in terms of you know how you approach these types of things. I know, like from my perspective, you're a fan of a lot of things. What I mentioned initially is that there's a connotation to the word fan, and I feel like, um, first of all, you're not the type of person who carries his opinions on the outside. Like, um, you're a lot more reserved than I am, um, both in terms of like, I think how you, how you communicate your opinions, you're more careful with that than I, than I am a lot of the times, but Depends also on who you ask probably. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm obviously speaking about like new encounters or something. No, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just kidding. I yeah, know yeah. what you mean. Um, so I think what you said about being stingy, that describes what I feel, um, about you with these with these things as well. I feel like um, that you're a lot more hesitant to use the word fan because it would, in your eyes, um, show that you are one hundred percent subscribed to something. And I think your your perspective on a lot of things is a lot of the times still to a certain degree reserved that you don't want to be purely associated with something or someone or somewhat. Um, so I would, for example, 100% say that you're a fan of Trivium. 
because we, as we discussed in our in, in our first episode, these records were massively influential to you, or at least even even say that you were at some point a really big fan of Trivium. I mean, you're playing you're playing um, the lead singer's um, signature guitar, whether whether that was it, whether that is intentional or not. So like there is there is a there is an unarguable uh, like there's this, there's an association there that just isn't arguable in my perspective. Yeah, I know absolutely. Um, and I also think that um, one of the reasons why um, why the word fan isn't isn't you know something that you use in in these contexts is I feel like the word fan has also become in some or like in 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 a lot of ways has become an insult. Like um, the word the word fanboy gets thrown Absolutely. around. Absolutely, that's what gets, I was about gets, to, to gets, say. Yeah, yeah, gets gets thrown around like. Oh, you're a fanboy. That means you are blind to criticism. That means you will, um, you will, you know, beat down anyone of a different opinion. And I feel like um, that just doesn't do the that 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 just doesn't do the idea of a fan justice. Because for me, a fan is just somebody who's happy about something and just supports it. And a fanboy just is just an extremist. Like that's closer to a Absolutely. fanatic. And um, I think th- these need to be looked at separately. Um, I realize why why those lines might blur though, and why that one why, why that term might have become negatively connotated for you. So um, th- that's what I meant initially with like maybe that has a has a sour taste or like like an insult character to it, um, or like a connotation that isn't necessarily nice, um, because I don't think being a fan of something requires you to subscribe to someone's bullshit like for example you can if you enjoy someone's music and all of a sudden they come out of the woods like with some super ignorant dumbass opinion <laughs> um i don't think it's a i don't think it's necessary for 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 me to as like a preemptive preemptive cautionary measure not call myself a fan of that person just so i'm not associated with you know potential bullshit that might come out of that corner um I realize though that nowadays there is a lot of this like guilty by association. So if you ever like said that you're a fan of something, um, that um, that might come back to bite you in the ass. Like, oh, haha, you used to like that. You used to support that. You're on record on the internet saying that and that. So I, I, I that's at least what would make me hesitant to use these terms. But then again, I. I also really don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I don't. I don't think that it, that is. I don't think that that's it for me. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> because I, th- I would, I would even say it's. Um, I mean, these are great points. I mean, I, I, I was only talking about this guilty by association thing. All the other things are probably true. Um, and the, to the fanboy thing, uh, when uh, where if the, I, I thought about two phrases or two terms related to that. You know, if once uh, if, um, on the one hand, it's um, fanboy where you're like blindly just following and lack kind of perspective and and lack a level of reflection maybe and on the other hand i think the term fandom you know these these star wars yeah. fandom yeah. for example yeah. that is i think that's the other side of the extreme where you where it's often you know very toxic and and negative in a Swarm way Swarm intelligence um, essentially yeah yeah i think these are and and these are surely terms that are that that are derived from fan that don't that nowadays carry some some you know 
baggage in, in some way or another. That's certainly true. Um, I don't know if that's really the, the reason for me. It definitely the thing about guilty by association, I th I'd probably say it's probably the other side of the coin for me, that where it's not that I don't want to tie myself to things, to bands, to movies, to whatever. It's um, probably that I don't want to, you know, I probably think that by calling myself a fan, that is, there, that, that there are certain requirements. Yeah, um, I fully understand. Uh, tied, tied to that, where, um, and that I couldn't even name. It's just maybe an expectation. That's that, pressure, uh, if you social say, pressure. I, yeah, probably. And, and, you know, in the, in the end, that's probably it. And that's maybe that it's rather I don't want to put that pressure on me. Yeah, I don't want to, um, you know, maybe put expectations as stupid as it sounds on me that I can't fulfill or Makes that I don't to want to commit to fulfill. Um, where I want to say I'm a fan of that band, for example. And have I ever been to a concert of theirs? Have I? Do I own three of their band shirts? Have I listened to every single one of their songs? You know, it's kind of that thing. Um, that is surely a, a you know a gatekeepy kind of thing that um, people do to other people, certainly, especially on the internet. Yeah. But it's also something that, in that case, I kind of do to myself to some level. Um, Which is fucked up um, because you're ruining it for yourself. Like, like no, I don't know. I, I that doesn't hinder my enjoyment of the thing. That's just uh, maybe a reason why I wouldn't call myself a fan. Um, I don't. That doesn't change the thing in and of itself to for me at least. Okay. That's probably just why. Just I think that's probably it. I think we just found out what it is. <laughs> I think that's really that I. That there's um, maybe some expectations that I would have for myself that I uh, would need to clear um, a hurdle that I need to, or a certain hurdles that I would I'd need to clear before, you know, uh, being able to call myself a fan with a, without any guilty conscience. Maybe that's it. I think that that makes sense to me. That's like I'm I'm not saying you're ruining you're ruining like the subject that you could potentially call yourself a fan of for yourself. What I'm saying is having these what you called gatekeeping gatekeeping criterias um for yourself. So that that makes it insanely hard to commit to in my opinion to just commit to just liking something. Like that is mm. not from from my perspective that is not very very unapologetic it's like oh but like are you actually a fan if you like you have your like because because what you said makes perfect sense to me makes i completely understand where you're coming from both from a rational and an emotional standpoint like um do you do you know there everything there is to know like are you representing that thing like do i look like like the type of person that is associated with that can i call myself a mm -hmm. fan if if none of these things are true and for me i've just come to a different conclusion i've been such a work in progress and such a mix of things for so many years um, that I was just happy to add shit to the mix, um, which is why there's really nothing cohesive about my lifestyle and how I look and the music I listen to and like all these things because I, I, it's just it's just kind of fragmented at least from 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 my perception. Um, 
But that's because these types of like thresholds where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of that. But I haven't really listened to like, for example, if I'm a, if we're talking about a band, yeah, I'm a fan of that band. But I but I've listened to like one song of their first three records because they all sound like ass. Like I've I've skipped through them. I didn't want to listen to them. I just like the most like the most recent record. So that made me a fan. I'm a fan of the most recent record. That's it. Yeah, sure. It's truly I I get what you where you're coming from, but. That doesn't change anything for me. I yeah. mean, if, whether I call myself a fan of, of of something or not, doesn't change it at all. It yeah. does not matter to me. Same um, as you said, and um, maybe I would even go further and say maybe that I, uh, similar to you, maybe at a, I'm I'm at a point in my life um, now more than ever where I don't even want to be a fan of anything, right? Because as you said, it's um, I you know. Put it put it differently. I'd rather enjoy a hundred things than be a fan of ten things, right? Yeah. Um, maybe that's that's just what it is. And again, it, whether I call myself a fan of something or not does not change how much I enjoy it at all. So it in the end, it doesn't really matter. And it comes back to what I kind of said in the beginning. It probably really just is a a matter of linguistics, right? Yeah. I think I think the difference is if you consider yourself a fan and if you would call yourself a fan or if you are a fan of something because you I, like you said you enjoy like what you said is that you enjoyed a hundred things which is very true you you, you know you enjoy you enjoy a great variety of music you enjoy enjoy a great variety of activities and people and places and uh, and from my perspective that makes you a fan of a hundred things it's just that sure uh, that 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 definition um re- depending on how strict or or you know loose you want to apply that yeah um that i guess if you want to label yourself or not label yourself um and if you want to label yourself a fan of something and that is you know associated with a certain amount of commitment or box ticking or whatever whatever like how you put it better than i could right now so that's uh, i'm just brushing over it here um i think from my perspective you can be a fan of something without considering yourself a fan it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't change the fact to me and it doesn't um it also doesn't make the things more or less relevant. So, for, but for no. the sake for the for the sake of for the sake of the argument, I think I'm gonna just agree with you. It it becomes a linguistic term because when you say you enjoy, you want to be open to enjoy as many things as possible. Then I'm just gonna say, okay, I'm I'm thinking about it the exact same way. I'm just saying I'm a fan of a great many things. Yeah, sure. That's that's all that that's all that we just. Yeah, said for half an hour, half an hour that I probably clear the hurdles of your <laughs> definition of being a fan for a lot of things, and I don't really clear them for my definition. Yeah. Right? That's all. That, that's all it is. Right? Um, and it, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Um, what does matter, though, is what are the differences between maybe how do how does being a fan or whatever. The, the yeah the whatever we are term. let's just put aside the linguistics and just we kind of try to define um what being a fan means and and I think you 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 know what whether you whether I would call it being a fan or not it yeah. doesn't really matter the concept is kind of clear so well I'll just keep using the be the term being yeah. a fan from now here on out and it should be clear what I mean um you know how does that 
maybe differ in between the uh, different types of media and and that's where we come around to what we kind of started on um mm-hmm. you know in sports that's probably the you know the the area where being a fan is is um used the most i think that's where that that concept is at home the most i I'd, I'd probably say mm-hmm. and maybe what is the difference between being a fan of a certain team and being a, band, a fan of a certain band, right? Yeah, I think probably the best way to go about this is if I know for like we we both know that you're the one with with the bigger expertise when it comes to supporting a sports team or several sports teams. So maybe you can just pick this pick this off by um, or can pick us off pick us off. My English has suffered over the past few weeks. You can just get us started. Uh, you can get us just get us started um, by. By maybe explaining how, like, what it is that made you a fan um, of of a certain team, or what your experience as a sports fan um, is like, and then maybe I can counteract that with my experiences from other from other fields. Yeah, sure. That's that's one way to do it. Um, that's but that's a that's a loaded question. That's a very loaded question. Um, just your so your personal we, experience. Nothing, nothing like that. Yet needs to be unanimously true for everyone else. No, pro- and absolutely not. Um, it, it's that's that would be impossible. But I mean, we got to to that. Uh, I think in the third episode, second episode um, about you know me being a soccer fan or used to me. Having used to be, my English has suffered, suffered, suffered as well. Uh, I just realized. <laughs> um, the fact that you used to be a soccer fan. The fact that I used to be a soccer fan, exactly. Um, um, and the, the the team that I was a fan of, and I would absolutely one hundred percent use that term in that in that sense. <laughs> I agree. Um, um, you know, that's just, I think in that case, it is very much um, just growing up. You know, that's um, growing up mm. a boy in Germany, there's like a 80% chance that you, you know, become a soccer fan at some point, right? Or if you're in any shape or form interested in, in sports, probably soccer is going to be it. And I played soccer for... You know, multiple multiple years in my youth, um, and you know that's just uh, the the team that I was a fan of was just the closest, you know, professional team where where I lived and I played in the first um for in the Bundesliga, the, the highest uh, soccer league in Germany. Um, they had you know had a, a somewhat rich. Um, history to them especially considering that it's a rather small town yeah um you know that there's absolutely some you know some form of regional pride maybe some underdog qualities as well um well yeah in that case as well that's not always the case but in that case i i think it it is um um 
And I think in that case, uh, when you know tied to to regional pride, that's that's directly tied to just identifying with where you're from, mm. um, which most people do to some extent. That that's not like a some you know ignorant or or you know xenophobic thing it's just the region that you're from the city you're from the uh whatever you know just it's a part you of your culture that. yeah it's, your it's cultural part, identity it's, it's a part absolutely um it's a part of of of, of you it it very much influences how, influences how you live your life how you came up, you know, all your experiences. And so it's just natural that it's, you know, as, as you said, kind of um, part of your identity. So I think in that case, it's, it's very much tied to that, that regional pride, the, the, the soccer club that kind of rep- represents the region that you identify with. I think so that it makes it a lot more personal hmm. In, in 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 that case, and that's not always the case. Not everybody is the is a fan of the the regional soccer club. Not everybody has a regional soccer club, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is how that came about, and um. Just you know, the par- when your parents, especially my father in that case, uh, and my mom as well, though, and they they used to go to to the games uh, regularly. Um. They took me at times. Um. It's just. You know, it's just a part of, of of growing up. It's just a part of your um, your life that uh, during, let's say, nine of the twelve months a year, there's there's a football coming up, uh, playing on television uh, once a week. Uh, you know, that's just I don't know. It's just a, obviously it's a form of entertainment. So that's that's why you you know watch it in the first place because it's entertaining. And uh, you need to root for somebody, so you know uh, you root for that regional team, and all that is, that is tied to that. And I, there's it, there's there's not no real rational thing going on. It's just something. It's in in that case, it's just something that I just grew up with, right? Um, so I, it's hard to to explain in that. And I'm just rambling on at that point. It's hard to just rationally explain how, how that came about or why that is or yeah pinpoint any r- rational reason why why you why somebody should be a fan of a soccer club in I don't I don't I don't think that's, that that that's necessarily important because I don't think being a fan is 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 anything rational in the first place um just from from my outsider's perspective when it comes to you know like a sports team or something um my my perception of a fan is a very simple image. It's this idea of a person in a stadium just completely like excited or really angry, just very emotional, very emotionally invested. And it doesn't really matter whether it's a person that has like their face painted in like the the club's colors or that person is not, you know, showing any association other than cheering at all. So for me, it's very much this like this identity part because I feel like the people who make the effort on one of the two days a week where they are where they have time off to go and support their club or like their team and whatever you know sports 
they're they're interested in um that they obviously identify with that team to a certain degree whether that is through you know upbringing or or family ties or regional connection like um i see that as like just from my perspective that's what i would assume would be a huge motivator um obviously like it, it is emotionally so much more charged if that's something that your parents introduce you to like that yeah sure that makes makes a whole lot of sense to me um and the other thing is just um i think um i think it's just um and that that that's not really been mentioned yet i think it's also with sports um the competition because sports teams and like these like these these these, these events are are fundamentally competitive and and it's a way yeah. and it's a way to like to channel I don't want to use the wrong words here. It's not aggression. It's not anger. But there is this idea of, you know, my team beat yours. And um, we want our team to succeed. We want our team to beat the other team. And um, that is the other the other key component um, to this idea of sports fandom to me. This, fa- this fact that it is about competition. That it is about you wanting your team to win. Because ultimately... Of course, you're going to support your team if you're an actual fan of the team, um, even if they don't, you know, if they're not the best team in the world. But I do think um, that that ultimately is the goal to cheer on and to win. And winning is not just, you know, a nice side effect, in my opinion. Like that seems to be the goal. Uh, well, that. That was a lot. But Sorry. Just to, to count, <laughs> no, I'm. I'm trying. To, I, I'll try to pick up on a couple of things now. Um, to just to counter some of the things you said. Um, yeah. Because um, the story is not finished there for me, and I think apologies. <laughs> no, it's oh, no, 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 no. That that's not how I meant it. I mean, it's. I was rambling on for long enough, so that's uh, your <laughs> to, to talk a little bit anyway. So no, what I meant is that. Um, I think we talked about it a little already that my you know my relationship to sports has changed over yeah. the years um yeah we talked about that um you know that 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 club um they're not in the Bundesliga anymore they're not they're not even in the second uh, German league anymore they've been going through um, a rough time yeah uh, well that's that sounds like a, a temporary thing which is it is probably not um <laughs> doesn't matter it's just what i was i what i'm trying to say it's just it became something that wasn't rewarding hmm. um it was just wasn't i mean and that's what what you were getting at with the emotional um attachment and just the you know the aggression maybe or just you know the frustration when your team loses because as you said winning is not a side effect winning is 90% of the whole point right um uh and if your team doesn't really win never really wins and you just keep losing and it's um it just becomes an endurance at, test it's right it, it, at some point it just there's no reward for it, right? You put in all that effort, you put in all that time, all that emotion, emotional investment, and yeah. it just, yeah, you you keep being you keep getting dis- disappointed, right? So I distanced myself from that in a way. I distanced myself from from soccer um, in general, 
uh, to, to to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't care about that club anymore. It doesn't. I still check the scores uh, when they're playing. It's, uh, I don't watch the games anymore, but that is also because it's very hard to watch. Yeah. The games of a of a, a team that is in the third uh, in the third division, right? It's just not on national or regular television, right? Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't hit me as much when they lose. It's just like, well, whatever, right? Um, now, if they if they manage to get relegated again this year, that's probably gonna sting a little bit, but. Not not nearly as much as it stung when they got relegated from the first to the second or the second to the third league, right? It's just it's just a more passive, just keeping in touch, right? It's more keeping in touch than actively engaging with it. Um, I feel like I constantly do this. I constantly feel like I'm I'm saying the same things, but the way that you talk about it, just I can I can kind of feel the. The disappointment, but on a on a on a on a on a loving level, the way that you talk about it is almost like about a past relationship. Like there's this, you- there's this there's this entity there's this entity that you used to care hugely for, and that you were invested, and in, that you wanted to do well, and that you gave your time, your energy, your thoughts, potentially your money, um, and your effort to, and you just you just keep giving and you keep on giving and you keep on giving and nothing seems to be coming back. And now like there's this like, okay, we can't exist like we used to. I still care, but I just can't be as invested because I'm not getting anything out. This relationship is no longer mutual. For some reason, I always want to make breakup analogies because this is exactly yeah, I, I was, what this feels like. To, this is exactly what this say- feels like. <laughs> I like I like I like this analogy much more when you made it with The Witcher too. But yeah. I still see what you're uh, what you, where you're coming from. Absolutely, I, I, <laughs> it's not you know I, I see where you're coming from. It's just yeah. Um, but what I was getting at is that I became I got much more into U.S. sports, right? Mm. Basket mainly basketball, football, um, you know, NFL football as well, um, and that is. Why are, you, why are you laughing? Because um, I just I just had this picture in my mind of like the 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 football club just being your committed like original love, and you're just like I love you, but this no longer works out. And along comes this like this like overly like this 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 overdressed, full of money, pumped like slutty little things like oh look here, we're all about performance and stats, and you don't really have to commit to us. And there's such a selection you can pick and choose. You won't get mm. hurt, I promise. Like U.S. sports is kind of like the like the the promiscuous counterpart to your original love. Where the emotional investment isn't as huge no, for that, some reason. That, that, <laughs> your, your analogy is just re- falling apart rather quickly. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. It was just a funny. <laughs> it was just a funny thought in my head. No, I was I, just like, I, I get it. It's no, like that. It's I, like that what, what, meme. What it, it's like that meme with the guy who has like a girlfriend on his hand, and then he's turning around but staring at the other one, and his girlfriend is giving him like an angry look. Um, and it's just like you're in the middle. You're like me. I'm trying to care for for my original fan, like for my original fandom, and the girlfriend is like the FC Kaiserslautern, and then there's NBA with no commitments. <laughs> well, that that implies that I'm that I that there is no commitment, which isn't true. 
Um, I am implying that for the sake of the for the sake of the meme and the sake of yeah, the joke. Obviously, I'm aware that that is not true. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, I'm sorry. I, I took your train no, of thought. It's all good. Um, you were talking about along the came in, is, came the, the, the U.S. sports. The thing is that 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 makes it sound that uh, that uh, as if I uh, one day got up was like. Oh, this shit sucks. No, <laughs> watching watching soccer is not fun anymore. I need something else. When in reality, I've always been interested in different sports. I I talked about it. I yeah. I, I I think just the you know just the athletic feats of of people that are very very good of, of in what they're doing is I find that fascinating. Competing with one another, I think that is one of the highest forms of entertainment there is. I'm naturally, you know, just Enjoying sports, that's just what it is. So, so, but then naturally, as as you said, when you have less, you know, motivation to to spend your time watching soccer, you are bound to get into other sports, right? And I think the the U.S. sports, they just, and you are right about that, they just serve a very polished and and accessible. Um, uh, in 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 Germany in in recent years uh, also much uh, a very um, uh, available product yeah um, and also with YouTube and everything it, it, the NBA is so present on YouTube for example that's how I got into it honest, yeah. uh, uh, honestly um, and that's that's what I'm trying was trying to get at. Uh, all the whole time is that that came about much differently than than my soccer fandom, um, where there wasn't there was no natural club to be a fan of, obviously. Yeah, um, and that fandom looks very different nowadays. Um, I w- I would say you're kind of um, right that I was initially hesitant to really commit to. Oh, I'm. You know, I'm a fan of that of that team uh, of that franchise. It's probably I was I probably was a little bit and I got burned uh, with my soccer fandom, so I yep. was a little more hesitant. You know, not ruin uh, two or three other sports from right from the get go. But over the years, it really also has um, evolved into very much being a a fan or just caring about one team more than. Caring about other teams, I mm-hmm. I think I um overall there's there's um I care for more teams, right? I I like I I have more teams in each league that I like to you know I'm interested in. I follow. I like to do well, but there's still always one team that I <laughs> I like to do the best, right? Yeah. Um. That's just that's just I it, I think it's it's kind of lame to. I'm a fan of the league. I'm a fan of the sports. Hmm. I'm a fan of that player. That I that's 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 weak. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's that that is um that's especially with the NBA. That's what some people do, right? I'm just a fan of the player. Wherever he's going, I'm supporting hmm. him and that team. That's. I was kidding when I said that's weak. I can understand where they're coming from, especially in the NBA, where there's yeah. only five guys on the court on each side. So you're, if you say I'm just fan of that one dude, that's twenty percent of the team, right? Um, and and just one good player, one superstar, 
can make the game his so much more than in any other sport, mm. uh, save for maybe the quarterback in in football. Yeah. Um, but football, they don't really have uh, uh, people sw- um, switching teams all that much. So if you're a fan of uh, a quarterback, a fan of a quarterback, you're yeah. probably gonna end up being the fan of 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 that team for many many years, right? Um, anyways, um, there there was no real natural way to be a fan of a team. There was not really any city that I had uh, some ties to or was a fan of, in, to put it in your words. Yeah. So uh, I think how it came about is just, uh, again, with the NBA, it started with um, watching highlights on YouTube and compilations. And there was just one team that I found myself being fascinated by with their players showing up on the, these highlights a, a lot of the times. And mm-hmm. when, when I got into, um, you know, got around to watching full games, I naturally, what what do you do then? You put on the game of the team that you watch a lot of highlights of, right? And that's how I, that, how it started. And that's, you know, you watch a team uh, a couple of times, you find yourself rooting for them and sooner or later, you're somewhat in, invested in that. And when you keep at it and stick with it, after a year or so, you probably are a fan of that team, right? Mm. And that's the same for, for the NFL. The, the NFL com, uh, comes on actual free TV in Germany. They, they are on, on the actual television in Germany uh, for free. Mm. You can watch uh, like three or four games each week. Um, so... You know, you just put it on. You, you just find yourself rooting for a, a team somewhat often, and you're a fan of that team sooner or later. If you yeah. if you want them to do well in one or two or three games, you at one point you want to do them well at the end of the season, and then you want to them to do good the next season, right? That's just how it how it evolves. But there's no kind of regional pride. There's no initial. Emotional investment is just something that develops when watching a sport and just oh I like that player I like the way he plays um that's just but that's what you say winning is the whole point and so if you watch it you want that that team to win that's that's how that goes really really fast um so what I what I find really interesting um is um. You 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 use that several times, and I just um took I, I actually wrote that down because I wanted to get back to it. Um, you said um when when talking about the NBA thing, um that there was quote unquote no natural way to be a fan of something, um and that struck me as really really interesting, um because to me that perfectly describes. Like this process of like, I have no regional connection to something. I have no regional pride. There's no reason for me to, you know, be a fan of this or of that team other than me liking certain things about it. That is the exact same way um, that I become a fan of things because unlike you, um, and that's, I think, worth mentioning, um, I've never had my family expose me to any of the things that I am mm-hmm. am a fan of, that I became a fan of, or that I ended up liking. Um, so just just to be really blunt and brief about it, like I I didn't really have the most the most you know 
cherry topped childhood, if you will. So there wasn't really there wasn't really time um, time spent pursuing any of these things. I think the only thing that I was a fan of as a kid were video games, video games, and maybe Lego um, for for a long time. Video video games stayed, but video games were something that my parents, for example, not only not really instilled in me, but also always kind of frowned upon and looked down on um, to the extent that they would probably at, at times even try and hinder me of pursuing that because they didn't seem it did they, it didn't seem like a worthwhile thing to do for them. Um, so this idea of like discovering something on your own and being completely oblivious as to like how you want to associate yourself to it other than just you know your gut, or like being like that. What that guy's doing—that's really fucking rad. I want to like. I want to see more of that. Um, I think that is my natural way of 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 being a fan when it comes to anything that I would say I'm a fan of in life now. Um, obviously, like that's a gross generalization, and maybe there are certain things that I can trace back, you know, to something my parents have said or done like 25 years ago or something like. But I just found it interesting that this perspective of no natural way of being a fan because you don't have an immediate connection to it. For me, that's precisely what I think being, what what makes being a fan, being a fan to me. Okay, so just to, 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 finish, to finish up my ramble, I just found it interesting um, the way that you refer to that because I completely understand why you look at it that way or why you would choose those words. Um, it just pointed out to me that there's so many... There are so many connections between, you know, being a fan for this reason or for that reason. I feel like um, the experience ultimately is the same, but like there are so many ways to get to the same point. I just found that really interesting to think about. I, that is a great point. Um, I think in a way, uh, there's, <laughs> ironically, there's two natural ways to become a fan um, where... One, as I said, like um, just growing up with it, just your regional um, club, whatever. Your environmental um, influences, uh, essentially, yes. That is obviously um, mostly, you know, a sports thing. And that is in some ways natural. But as you just said, it's in some way much more natural to become a fan of something or, or to different, just let, let me start off differently. Um, it would in some ways just be a much more natural way to become a, a fan of a of a sports team by just being exposed to it and just liking what you see yeah because in that sense it is very much uh, like be becoming a fan of a band right you just like the product you just like the experience that you get when you watch them or when you listen to the mu movie uh, listen to the song watch the movie right in that sense that becoming as a fan of a sports team like that is much more natural it's much more uh, organic uh, yeah it's 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 something that just comes from this like internal desire to have more of this thing that for for whatever reason that you might not even be able to articulate resonates with you or that you find thrilling or interesting yeah, and that is kind of paradox, but paradoxical. Um, because Absolutely, it, as it as it is in in any other medium, that is just the way to go. It, nothing else makes a lot of sense, right? Um, but in sports, that's probably the way to become a fan that is looked down on in a, in a way, right? 
Because ironically, being a true fan means just having it forced upon you and sticking with it in a weird way. And that's probably where we come to the fanatic uh, thing again. Because in that sense, uh, fandom is kind of required to be, uh, you know, somewhat irrational, right? A true fan is irrational. A true fan sticks with that, um, with their team through thick and thin. Um, and really, maybe the less you can explain why you are a fan of the, uh, of something, the more you are a fan in in a in a weird, weird, weird way. And maybe maybe to put it or, or or the other way to look at it is the the more downtrodden you know or the least the less favorable the odds are for that thing that you're a fan of like let's say you're you're rooting for a team that is that at the bottom um at the bottom of the pack um that almost becomes a reason to to identify yourself as more of a fan like this idea of sure. maybe like rooting rooting for the underdog or just rooting Absolutely. for them when they're at their lowest point like this is where the true fred, like the true fans stick around right it becomes mm-hmm. it becomes a badge of honor it becomes part of your identity as as a supporter of that club or that entity Oh, that's probably that is where the gatekeeping come in, comes in again. Absolutely. Just as you say, for uh, have you have you listened to their first EP where they sound like absolute shit and uh, you can barely yeah. make out any instruments? It's the same as you say. Um, it's uh, it's the same as saying, have you been a fan ten years ago when that team played like shit and lost every other game and nearly got reg, uh, reg, um, relegated relegated three <laughs> three years in a row? Right, that's the same thing in a way. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It requires like there's this idea that you're required to like and support everything that's ever been there, even though if a large quantity of it was just hot garbage. Yeah. So speaking about maybe the differences between sports and and media, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's also apart from what we just uh, talked about. It's also competition, right? Um, sports is a competition. Uh, music, for for the most part, isn't and shouldn't be, and especially nowadays with. Uh, everything being online and more or less um, readily available, there's, there should not be any competition, right? Uh, the, the, you you um, listening or one band being on, on Spotify doesn't hinder another band from being on Spotify as it maybe would have on the radio or something. So that is where I can see some form of competition. Mm. But in for the most part, I'd, I'd say your know, art obviously sh- isn't about competition, right? So, um, how do you think that influences uh, fandom in, in in those cases? I think I think that's where where it gets even more tricky because I can first of all, I, just as a side note, I can hardly think of a more competitive environment than professional artists, regardless of of the branch. That well. that you know, like your 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 passion being your livelihood, having to compete with a million other talented people who want it just as bad as you or even more. Um, so that that is a fundamentally competitive environment. It's like for musicians, for from 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 musicians who have maybe like label support to push clicks on on Spotify or something. So um 
I'm the fandom, how you phrased it, might not be competitive. It might not be the same thing as um you know, fans of certain bands rooting for or against each other um, or artists competing um, with each other in the same way that, you know, sports teams might in an arena. But ultimately they are they are competing for the attention of, of people. Um, so I would, that just as a side note, because I'm not sure that is necessarily relevant to explore right now, but um, that popped to my head. What I do think um, is that this this idea of similarities between sports and if we want to stick to the music analogy, um, I think that there are um, similarities to some degree. There's obviously differences. Um, maybe we start off with where I, I start off with where I see um, some similarities. I was just thinking when you were talking about players being traded, I was just thinking about Lamb of God and how Lamb of God recently let go of their drummer, um, which was, I think, um, according to you know the, the 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 press surrounding these types of bands, a unanimous de decision by the band and the drummer. But the way that it sounded like was that he more or less got kicked out. Now that drummer. Um, Chris Adler has has been the probably the biggest influence when it came to me developing some some shape or form of of style and vocabulary on on my instrument. So that guy has been hugely influential, but also the band has been influential, right? So I was left at this moment where I had to consider, hey, do I still want to support that band after the person that for so many years was my idol has departed. Like, do I still feel mm. the same way about this? Um, and I would say, um, just to contrast, or at least to 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 partially disagree with that argument earlier, where you said um, that you know rooting for a team might not be the same, or rooting for a singular player might not be the same thing as rooting for an entire team and the identity of that team, right? You want to have that team do well because the team is the stable identity, whereas it's the player that just you know drifts from team to team to team and gets traded. Um, that was that was kind of the spot that I found myself in with that thing. So that was a similarity mm -hmm. for me that immediately popped to mind. Um, Another thing would be great musicians that you know I know as single entities like individual drummers or something joining bands and then I'm listening to those 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 bands and I I, I just hate the music I, I I listen to it and I I can't get anything out of in terms of in terms of listening pleasure but there's this individual that I really want to support that I really like um, it's almost like my favorite player being traded to a terrible team. Um, and I guess that comes from the perspective that I'm a drummer, so a lot of these a lot of these people that I tend to care for are potentially single instrumentalists, and when they join a band um, that plays music that just doesn't resonate with me, that's just a predicament for me because I want to like their stuff. How do I go about it if I can't? Um, so these are similarities. Obviously, obviously there's a difference between there's a huge difference between sports um sports fans and um you know music fans because usually there won't be like an arena filled with you know 50% fans of the band that is playing and 50% bands of uh, like 50% fans of a band that isn't playing just to like cheer for the other band like this it's not a competition in that sense um so just to to get that out there, obviously that's a totally different scenario. However, 
rivalries between fandoms of bands. Um, I, I think I used to recall to use an example, you know, from our musical context, um, the band, the, the fans of bands like like Anthrax and Slayer and Metallica, I think they were notorious for years for not like getting along and believing that their thrash metal band was the best one up until these four bands eventually embarked on a tour together because I think all of these dudes initially like are friends. So this kind of like rivalry is something that just got stirred up by the fandom, maybe because of like an over overly ambitious idea or a feeling of identifying yourself with that band and just really wanting them to, you know, be united unanimously looked at and accepted at as, as the best. Um, and lastly, maybe one thing that I that I would would want to point out, you were talking um, or we were talking when we were talking about music and my taste for progressive rock music or progressive metal music. Um, I guess a lot of this this type of stuff that I listen to involves, you know, what people would describe as musicianship or like I, I would probably call it instrumental wankery. Um, so th- this idea of technical proficiency being a sign of quality on your instrument and overplaying constantly and just, you know, just shredding and flexing and just, it has to be more complicated. It has to be sicker than this. It has to be faster than that. It has to have this crazy new technique. And like, if it's not that fast and if it's not incredibly hard and only the elite players can play it, then it's not worth looking at. I feel like this type of gatekeeping and this type of like, pushing the threshold for for people to replicate it or to 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 surpass that in terms of the technical ability that is also a form of competition and fandoms especially like you know you can apply that to any kind of like neckbeard culture i think they will use that as a means of assessing something's quality and then being like okay this is less good than that therefore this is the better thing therefore i win therefore i am fan of the cooler thing so i think there is competition it is just a different measure um that is you know maybe a bit more subtle rather than just gores goals being scored it is about maybe proficiency maybe maybe like um ability maybe um maybe even looks it can be about it can be about you know a lot of things so um obviously they're vastly different because bands are not in direct competition with each other but there i think there is a subtle subtle type of competition um yeah, I think um, to summarize it, maybe I think obviously what is different between the two is that in art or in media, you know, you can't there. It's not in inherently about winning and losing. Yeah, um, there. This the, the the you know the setup is just different in sports. Yeah. Somebody has to win, somebody has to lose uh, each week, right? It is a competition. Uh, it is by default well, no, a competition. It, well, but there's, as you said, uh, art also oftentimes devolves into a com- competition. But yeah. sports from the offset is constructed as a competition with a defined winner and a defined loser, with a defined win state and a defined losing state, right? In, in a micro sense, each game, and in a macro sense, at the end of a, of a, a season, right? Um, because that is where, where the whole thing becomes even, even crazier. You have it. You feel you feel either elated or or shitty each week, but then it all culminates uh, 
at the end of a year or how whatever the 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 rhythm is in did your team it was your team the best of all of them right and that's where most of the uh you know feeling of success is derived from your team may win like 70% of their games but they can only come in second at the end of the year so overall that year has not been a success right you feel like your team lost this is where the whole thing you know gets even crazier the, the, the where it becomes just you know irrational again to some degree um and that is different to art because even though as you said there's an inherent competition as there is to everything in our you know capitalistic system um just one band putting out a great record doesn't hinder another band from also putting out a great record right right those two things aren't inherently tied to each other um Uh, so I think that's the diff that's where it is different, where it is uh, the same, and that's you you put that very well, pointed that out uh, very well. I think that comes down to just humans being humans. Um, you know, it comes down to identifying with something, wanting to be part of a group, and I think that's something that we have have kind of skipped on up until now. That is. It is very much a social phenomenon, being a fan, right? Um, and the easiest way to really feel as part of the group, uh, and uh, you know, uh, is for human for humans is sadly just putting uh, being negative towards everything that is different, liking the same um, thing and mutually hating the same thing. I suppose, yeah. And I think. For so many people, hating on the same thing is just more powerful and more potent, and also easier. I think it's just louder. I think it's just louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just humans being humans, and that is the same for your sports team as it is in 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 those cases in in art as you described it. And um, and I think there's probably thinking about it much more. I mean, uh, yeah, much more similarities than. And I initially thought, I guess, mm -hmm. um, because you, 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 it's very, very uh, similar in, in a lot of those cases, you know, yeah. where people, the, that gatekeepy kind of um, vibe that you oftentimes get, just putting, putting down the things around you. And that's obviously, if you, if in, in sports, um, if you, Play another team. You try. You talk a little bit of trash. You put down the other team. Whatever. That's kind of natural. But it's not only that. It's just in general. You put down every other team that isn't yours all the time. Yeah. That's just you know. That's just what it is, right? And that's for some people the same with art. You know, I like Star Wars. I, Star Trek is shit. Uh, I like uh, whatever. I like Marvel, DC. What? What? Why do people uh, read DC comics when yeah. Marvel is much better than them? And so, like, I think yeah, that's a it's a great point. That, that and I I probably would describe it as people oftentimes uh, treating art as a competition, like sport. 
But I don't think that as a means to compete. Just... I think as a means to compete. I think um, they use it as a way to derive some kind of meaning. In a lot of ways, people who maybe not have, you know, a certain or like, I'm not not even not have it, but like, you, there's a there's a sense of superiority that you can gain if you feel like you're subscribed to the right thing and other people are wrong about stuff. Yeah. So oh, if absolutely. You, if you can if you can bash something because you think you have it figured out. Um, Especially if like there's a group dynamic towards it, yeah, and ab- absolutely, and absolutely, it's so much easier in art because there's oftentimes no telling whether you have it right or wrong. In sports, there is. You talk shit for a week, and then your team loses to the team that you just talked shit for uh, on for a week. You just figured out that you were wrong, but you can't figure that out in in. Uh, in art, because there is no objective way to say that one band is better than the other one, so you can you can make that argument forever and ever, and nobody is ever going to prove you wrong or right. And just all the people that think the same will just keep patting your back for for being a supporter. Yeah, that's and yeah. I think it's like like you can you can look at it you can look at it from 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 so many different perspectives because. Um, you put this. You put this brilliantly just now. There is no win, win or fail state in music. There's just a like and dislike, and that's what like people people connect through, and they use it as a tool to like to degrade each other or to bash bash stuff when there's really no necessity for it because, as you said, it is not a competition. So um, a funny a funny example for that that just came to my mind is like um, we both have been to 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 a music festival in northern Germany called Wacken, which is one of the biggest um if not the biggest i think it's the biggest european metal open air festival um it might it might be might be the biggest one in the world i'm not exactly sure it is a very large music festival is what i'm saying and it, it it's exclusively metal music that is played there um and you will always like find people just for the sake of, I mean, like, I don't even want to say trolling because it's it, it's not nearly enough, like, like smart enough to to troll, um, to troll that way. But like, um, but that has that's, that does not a necessity for trolling. No, no, no. like it, it is what I'm saying. What it. I'm saying is it is even below that threshold. Um, so right. you will you will hear people like um. People like making remarks about like uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, what is this bullshit? Uh, like they will use other like pop artists that don't fit into this connection at a metal festival to like talk down on something and like or like mock other people or like uh, Justin Bieber looking motherfucker. And I'm just like, how is that an insult? Like how you're not competing with him. You're at a metal festival. He should not Bro, matter. You, he should not I matter to you. Saw, I I just saw you getting back from a Saltatio Mortis uh, uh, concert. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, like how is your how is your taste any better? Like you look like you you haven't showered in like two years. So shut up. But um, so what I'm what I'm saying is like the fact that even though music by default is not a competition, people will use 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 these things to compete with each other to like. To, to degrade each other, to hurt each other, to put each other down. And yeah. that is, and they do that. And that is my point. That's why I'm insisting on this. Um, they do that to the exact same extent as with sports. 
Like the amount of trash talking through genres, even genre internally. Like just look at like look at the amount of memes that are generated in terms of like this idea of a prog snob. So like somebody who just 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 listens to like the most progressive music and is always like ahead of the curve and everything below that level of musicianship is just is just bad. And like if it's not King's Crimson, I will not listen to it. Like even within like these 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 subgroups. There are these groups who will hate on each other. But if you go to like maybe like metal and pop music or like um, rap and like different sub, sub, different subgroups of rap, like gangster rap and like backpacker rap or like backpack hip hop or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Like there's this automatic default rivalry that sets in between these groups because it's a matter of identifying yourself with it. The stupid thing is that sure. there's, like you said, there's no objective way to determine a winner unless you're doing something like a rap battle which is interesting because well, you could argue that that it, it becomes sport <laughs> then it, exactly then it become then is it's very much a sport like um setup right um i will say however though but getting back on track getting uh you know to stop rambling for a second here <laughs> i will say that i th- i feel like that has gotten better Re, uh, over I agree. time, I, agree. I think that this level of gatekeeping and just posturing has kind of, um, and I, I, I'll take the metal scene as an example. I think it kind of decreased over year, over the years, and I, maybe that's that um, all of your bands are are um, available whenever you want and you're not tied to you know uh, you know just uh, some channel that whatever it may be you know as a radio station whatever yeah um playing another band over your favorite band and all of that not being a factor anymore maybe it is because it's just so much easier to connect to the people that that um like the same thing and and um you know, and socialize with them, and yep. that at least taking some of that energy that you might uh, otherwise spend on putting down people that are different to maybe you know socialize with people that are the same. May I don't know. It's, there might be a lot of reasons why that. I just feel that um, that it, that is not as bad as it as it may be at some points has been i agree i think it's also due to the um, to the zeitgeist because um sure the, 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 so, so much music being out there right um first of all the diversity tangi- has drastically increased right? yeah. yeah um the diversity the like the diversity and representation of different groups of different people whether that's like ethnic representation or you know lgbt mm. representation oh, yeah. like all yeah. these things all these all these things have either become you know a part of these cultures hopefully and they've also become um they've also become subjects of the music itself so um simply due to that um simply due to the fact that the music content has diversified and the people producing the music has diversified and the subjects um you know transitioning into the fandom so to slowly but surely wrap it up um i thought of one at least for me important difference that i think we should maybe uh get into before uh, you know wrapping it up here and it's it's the kind of you know how we talked 
about plenty of negative feelings, but I think in in this particular case, um, the negative feelings that are tied to failure in some form or another, um, how does being a fan um, in sports and in arts and similar things, uh, you know, how does it look and how does it differ from one another? Because I think how to deal or just, you know, failure and, and the emotion that come with it, the emotions that come with it um, are a big part of, of sports fandom because there's only one team that doesn't fail at the end of each season in each sport. That's, you know, failure is so much more uh, present than than success in, in that sense, right? Um, so how do you think, um, or to put it differently, how do you, how would you define failure in, in an artistic sense as a fan of an artist in, in whatever medium? Mm, that's a good question. Um, like you said, sports is, is fundamentally a competition in the first place and art in some ways is, but... Um, I feel like in this context, the only competition that an artist might realistically have to tackle is um, with their previous work. So in regards to failure and negative feelings, I think the, 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 the prime example would be if a band or an artist um, puts out work, if we're sticking with music for the sake of this, um, if, an, if a band or an artist puts out a piece of music, like a record or an EP, that doesn't resonate with the core fan base or with people who identify with you know, the larger image of that band, maybe because it explores new ways of doing things or it sounds very differently because of um, you know, the exploration of new musical ideas um, or... Well, for whatever reason, the material just doesn't doesn't resonate. It could also be because the material has gotten stale, um, because they just keep reiterating the same thing over and over and over. Um, so yeah, I think disappointment because because of 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 the output essentially, um, because maybe the band doesn't live up to the standards anymore. I think that could be considered a failure. I think it could obviously in in in, in so many ways and shapes of form there is there is a type of failure as a human human being just from you know a moral kind of bankruptcy point of view so if for example an artist comes out with incredibly controversial opinions like if 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 somebody turns out to just be like completely racist for example if some some artist makes 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 a very like race and state racist statement or something like that or xenophobic or um, misogynistic, um, I think that would be would be a reason for for like I think that would be a failure on the side of an artist. Um, so the, I feel like the response to that could be could be similar because you feel like you lost the connection to that person because. You're, you've you've become now like really disappointed or disillusioned into them because obviously there's an image well, at play as well. Yeah, no, but I think that which that is um, not specific to art. That is literally everywhere now. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. Now that's not. Oh my god! Everybody is getting canceled nowadays. That is, you know, fortunately nowadays there is this. Uh, 
conscience consciousness of these topics but this this doesn't you know solely relate to artists that also relates to uh, sports you know absolutely your favorite um if athlete can come out with some ignorance uh, stuff um your family you know your friends that's literally can happen to you in yeah any, you're right uh walk of life so I would probably I mean you're right about it obviously this is a big uh theme and, and, and you know it can be a big issue when it comes to you know wondering whether you are able to still enjoy uh, what the person has done before and whatever, but that's a huge, a whole other topic to get into maybe on another day. Um, but to obviously the the other thing is probably what what most people would would agree with, right? The the artistic failure is when you don't like the newer stuff. You know, it just doesn't live up to your expectations. Maybe that you have based on. On the you know the stuff that you that that got you to into being a fan, right? That's, yeah. that's all, all, always the I don't know the hurdle um, or just the 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 comparison that is um, inevitably made. Um, um, but I, how does it make you feel? That's I think that's the question. I mean, you said disappointed, right? Um, Is it, is it possible to to specify that you know disappoint mm. sure disappointment is probably overwhelming feeling um i i guess i guess um if you want to get more personal with it i think because uh, okay let's take let, let's take a step back here i think the only scenario in which you become disappointed again we're back to the subject of emotional investment which obviously you know is crucial to to being a fan um the only the only way that you can um you can be let down by an artist by like a person that creates something that you enjoy is if you have a like a deeper connection with it on you know on some kind of emotional level so i would say that This idea of personal disappointment, this idea of um, feeling let down by by you know what you expected from that person and what what like that person's realistic you know or like present artistic vision was like these things might differ. So um, I think disappointment sums it up because it it, it kind of incorporates this idea of that you have this relationship with 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 this entity whether it's just one person or like a, a whole band of people um but you've never met them and you've purely connected through them uh, with them through their work um so whenever like an like a, like a band put out a record that I didn't enjoy there was this overwhelming sense of like oh oh god like this is going to make you know make it really hard for me to support this um so I don't think I could put it better other than maybe disappointment or a sense of resignation, if you will. So I don't, I probably would personally disagree with, with that just from my own experience. Mm -hmm. I, if, I, if I really think about it, because I probably would say that the, for me, the, it's probably better described as being underwhelmed. Um, I mean, that's clearly that's part of it, yeah. Sure, you're right. I, to, to a degree, that's splitting hairs, I I guess. But um, 
it's a very it's you know it's that that feeling of if we stick with music right here um it's just that feeling of listening to to an album like three four five times and just not it's just a, a new album right and yep. just not clicking with you not in the way that that previous works of that artist have and that for me it's just like something that that is not a concrete moment of disappointment it's just like it fizzles out in a way it's like oh well this probably won't grow on me it's just it's not for me and i think that is um you know the older i get and and we talked about it music is is inherently not object objective so i think that's that makes it hard for me to really be disappointed in something um because it, i always keep telling myself then it's you know that is kind of my problem in a way you know it's just i'm not on the same page that the artist is or was that when when making the record and i really really realized that um when i went through it in my head i don't i could not come up with um with a lot to say the least and probably i couldn't up with i couldn't come up with any artist or any album that was um you know released when i was already a fan, a fan of a band right or was very into their stuff that i said yeah this is better than than the album that i listened to when i got into that band i could not come up with one um with one example of that and i found that weird And this just told me that the moment that a band grows on you, you know, that song, that album, um, that makes you a fan of that band will always be probably the, the, the golden standard, right? For you. That doesn't have to be the band's best album, but it's, it's something different. I, I really, really thought about it and could not come up with, with a lot of examples where a later album was like, I listened to it like, yeah, this is their masterpiece. This is definitely better than anything they've put up, uh, put out until now. It's always, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think this idea of feeling underwhelmed is um, for me a part of what I would describe as disappointment because, um, yeah, sure. The, 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 obviously you're right. Like there's with, with an increased level of maturity, you're like, okay, this is not for me. Like I'll still, you know, support in, in, in the ways that I like. I'll still listen to like the older stuff and so on and so forth. It is, it, it, it should become less black and white, I suppose, as, you know, as as we progress as human beings um and get older and hopefully mature in the process but um if that were to be the case then the internet wouldn't be full out of 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 screaming people who complain about you know an artist's new release and it's like oh they didn't stick to their roots and i wish they would go back to this and that and like especially in this like progressive field of music again Where like this type of wankery is almost expected, um, I feel like um, I feel like the crowd, similar to what you said, a lot of the time unifies over mutual hatred rather than mutual support. Um, while you were talking about this idea of um, a band releasing a record that you felt like was their masterpiece, I tried to do that, and I initially came up with two records, one of which I'm sure you've listened to, for example. Um, The Contortionist's latest release, 
clairvoyant was, in my opinion, a leap forward from an already like existing amazing, you know, set of set of music. Um, and the other one would be the most recent Northlane re- release because I listened to a lot of the previous stuff and I never really like got around it. Like there was bits and parts that I liked. And with the most recent Northlane record, um, I got, I got, I became on board like fully. Well, that's the point, right? <laughs> that is the album that made you a fan. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I, like, I'm I mean, like, with about... the, I, I was, I was familiar with their music before. So I became a fan, if you will, with their older music, but I was never hooked. And then they released a new record yeah, and I was like, that's it. If you were never hooked, okay, in my opinion, if you were never hooked, you were not a fan, right? Okay, fair enough. You yeah. had no real emotional no, connection to their material. You, you, I, I see where you're coming so that's, from. I guess you're right. With, with Northlane, um, you with might be right. With the contortionist, I, I think that is something that you can argue about. I'd probably say that language... I knew you were. Gonna, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm. I'm not about to say that it's better or anything. It's just that's the the album that literally was the, their most recent one when I when when I got into them, and I think it holds a place that is just a little more special, maybe in my heart. That's that fair. does not mean, and what I said earlier does obviously doesn't mean that it's impossible for bands to put out great great records afterwards. Yeah. No, I, un- not, I fully understand what I, you mean. That's not what, what I'm saying. Mean. It's not like oh, I'm at one, once I am a fan of the band, everything they put out afterwards is uh, I won't like. That's not the case at all. It's just it's not the same. And yeah. I think what, I'm, <laughs> what I tried to say initially was um, that I've become you know wary of that feeling and try not to you know let it color my uh, you know. Perception, judgment, uh, judgment, or my per- perception of newer material, right? Yeah. Um, and therefore, and what on, but you know, to make a, a long story short, what you just hinted at is probably the the crux of the whole situation here is that when an artist bring uh, uh, puts out a bad record or a record that you just don't um, enjoy. It does not, you know. It doesn't. <clears throat> it doesn't make it objectively bad. It just makes it possibly no, just that's different. Not, that's not what I'm getting at. That doesn't, you know, uh, uh, the other way around. Their earlier stuff that you enjoyed doesn't go away because of that, right? It's still there. It's still as good as always. Uh, for a for a new piece of art. To ruin earlier pieces of art, it has to be a special and rare kind of bad. It, I think it happens, but it's it's rare, right? In in most cases, if you don't enjoy some an, an artist's new uh, work, you can just go back to their old stuff. And I think that is the big difference to sports, because uh, well, if your team sucks this year. I mean, maybe they won whatever championship five years ago, but that doesn't change the situation that they sucked this year, right? Objectively, it's not. It's yes, a very, objectively, hmm? objectively, like there is a state of right and wrong. So yeah, they objectively suck this year. They might suck less next yeah, year. Yeah, and and it's a in, in sports is a very what have you done for me lately kind of mentality, right? 
Um, oh, absolutely. So um, ma- I mean, there, there's, may- there's maybe a craze period of a what, one, two, three years after you won a championship. Like your your uh, fans will be a little more lenient in a way, but but after that, it's like as if you have never won a championship before. <laughs> and I think that is in for me in sport a um, the negative feelings. Just I don't know they. They are more present. I think they have the over. Um, I don't know. They are they weigh heavier. I would say mm. the reason the um, reason why and I that is also oh, that is sorry. That just one yeah, yeah, quick yeah, go thought. Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and I think that is also because uh, with sports, um, the negative emotions are just so much more, you know, immediate and and visceral. Right? It's. Um, it's a moment, uh, momentary. It's a response. Uh, it's a direct, uh, direct, real time response. Exactly. Yeah. It's you know, it's it can be a matter of a couple of seconds losing <laughs> a game on a last second shot. That's not what happens to you when you listen to an album or watch a movie. Uh, you know, disappointment in that case, you know, will take at least a couple hours. In a in a uh, in a uh, in the case of an album, it will take you a couple of weeks. You know, going back to it, trying to get into it, that's just the the realization that whatever happened isn't good is stretched out over such a, a, a you know a longer period of time. And in sports, it's immediate, like you just lost the game. And um, in addition to that, you have the long term uh, disappointment over the whole season. So you have both of the thi- uh, you have both of them. Um, so I, th- I think being a, what I'm trying to get to is I think that being a sports fan is inherently more negative than being a fan of art, and that's I where that's I, that's, the, that's, the, that's where I where I would like to jump in and to to raise two two points that came up for me. Um, so one is you said um, that it is um, kind of impossible for for. Um, for an artist's more recent work to ruin, you know, the previously existing work to ruin that experience. The reason why I initially brought up, you know, this idea of being personally disappointed in an artist because of the statements that they make, for example, is because mm-hmm. with music, um, I feel like it is, or, or with with this type of of of, of art in general. Um, it is it is more more difficult at least from my personal perspective it is near impossible to disambiguate from like the the person from the product if you will so if um if an artist creates amazing music but then turns out to be you know a right wing asshole or a women hating fuck with um with a terrible track record of like don't know misogynistic statements like the internet is full of bad examples so um that then for me will ruin you know the artist's previous work with 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 um with fine art i i think there's probably a, a metric ton of examples where artists have made amazing products um and then have turned out to be very very controversial figures controversial being you know an understatement so there's the, there was always this debate like can you like the art um, without liking the artist, um, and I think that's a valid point to make here, um, because that, in my perspective, really has the potential to ruin an entire artist's 
body of work. At least for me, it does. So I'll take that that's as, up as, a, as, a, as one. A, that's one of the reasons why I kind of insisted on not talking about it. Yeah, because fair enough. I just wanted to. I just wanted to throw it in there. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, when you were when you were talking about um, this kind of ongoing perpetual perpetual I don't want to say hate that's too much too strong of a word but this this ongoing negativity that that settles in when a team and a sports team doesn't perform over time that their previous successes kind of get swept under the rug um during this wave of negativity and the pressure just becomes like they've never succeeded in any way shape or form um that had that that got me thinking of an interview I saw um with Chester Bennington when he was still alive Chester Bennington the singer of Linkin Park um I think it was a radio interview or um something of that that sort and he was talking about um, or he was questioned about his relationship to the fans I think um Now bear with me, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing pretty drastically here, but he was essentially stating how much it hurt his own feelings that even like three, four, five, whatever records they were after I think Hybrid Theory or Meteora or whatever the, 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 the last one of their first records was, um, fans still were beating down on the music that they were putting out um, and were saying, oh, I wish you would still write you know music like that I still well, why aren't you writing more stuff that sounds like hybrid theory and he was just like it is so frustrating when you're trying to make new and interesting stuff and stuff that makes you happy and that's the response that you get like it's not what we're used to fuck you give us what we what we signed up for and um, I feel like that is very much the same kind of energy that you get when a, when a football team for example isn't performing um, the way that their fans expect them to, even though they're still playing their heart out, right? Like, um, you can still like you can score five goals if the opponent if the opponent's team scores six goals, you still lose. Like your performance is fucking irrelevant. As long as you lose, mm, that's not. As no, long as you lose, as long that's as not you, how sports work. That's not how sports work. <laughs> that's that's precisely that's pre like yeah. okay. That isn't that is an interesting thing. Um, because I had a I had a conversation with my father a few days ago, who's a fan of our local or used to be a fan of our local football club, and he, he was he was checking the live live um results of the game, and um, our hometown team is currently. Currently number one in the in, in in their division, I think. Um, so they're they're trying to get back to the first league, and they lost on that day to the last um, to the to, to the team that is last in the league um, in, in the statistics. So he was like, "Oh well, um, it doesn't matter like how they played." And I'm like, "Well, what what's the result?" And the result was that they scored like I think two goals within 10 minutes shortly before the end. So like our team did that. Um, and I was like, well, that's, that's a ter like a terrific, terrific athletic effort. The fact that they tried so hard and he's, he was just like, it doesn't matter. They lost. It's totally irrelevant. It wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> so that, but that's what I'm if, saying. If that's you, what I'm saying. If, so if you, if you score five, I mean, if you score five goals and, and, Your opponent scores six. And first of all, what kind of sport are we playing? That is a weird score. Then make it Second two point all, three, two or three goals. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The, the, in that case, but let's say it's soccer. Then that means that your defense is absolute dog shit. You know, and there's maybe your offense is good, but it's a team effort. You know, that's there's no there's no sugarcoating it. That's the beauty beauty of it. You lose, you lose. You win, you win. Right. 
They're and on what, the what I was victories. I I, I, I fully understand that, but this 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 the same the same way that like the effort that was made is completely irrelevant at the end of the day. Just like you said, like you lose, you lose. Um, regardless of whether that how valid that effort was, it's not gonna find any respects. And the same goes for for this type of for this type of situation in my in my perception. Where where a band continues to try and innovate and make make new and interesting stuff because it's also what 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 their artistic vision is right that feels very similar to an artist putting out new and you know innovative records or just records that stray from the usual um, that don't please the, the this type of like fan body that just wants more of the same over and over and over, right? Um, where it's like, oh no, don't, like never change a winning team. Don't ever touch this stuff that is so important to me. Like how dare you alter it? How dare you How dare you try and change up my connection with this? The thing that you just said, this rather self-aware thing where you're like, okay, I can still always listen to those older records. I just have to get used to the idea that they probably won't ever make a record that sounds like this again. Um, like, I think that's something that goes awry for a lot of people. So I just wanted to compare these two notions where in sports, yes, your effort is fucking worthless if you don't win. You can you can try amazingly hard as long as like the other team has just quit more luck and it is a teeny tiny bit better, your efforts are worthless. And that 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 same notion I got from how Chester Bennington spoke about how disappointed he was in people not trying to understand or like at least giving this the new music a shot because you could tell that it was like it was bothering him a lot like on a personal level he he was hurt by oh, that absolutely I mean it it absolutely did sadly um, two things um, first of all I was. You know, I was uh, kidding a little bit when I said there are no moral victories. Um, and obviously the effort isn't just completely worthless. I think there's, sure, the outcome is, it's binary. You lose, you win, uh, except for, uh, you know, uh, um, sports that allow draws. But let's, you know, that's just a minor detail at that point. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what I... What I was trying, to, I mean, in, in sports, there's also, there's just, it's a, there's a, you know, different ways of dealing with that. And there are also people that are just toxic about it, right? Yeah. That are just, that, that will literally say, like, you lost, your effort was worthless. And then there's people that, you know, have a little more context in it or to try to, to, to look at the bigger context and not be toxic. Towards players and not, yeah. you know, uh, turn, you know, turn on them as soon as they, you know, maybe have a bad game or something. You know, toxic fans, toxic um, opponent fans, absolutely, that is surely always a, a problem. But I think just as big of a problem is is toxic fans of the team that are just, you know, they, literally that what ha what has that player done for me lately mentality yeah. and just. They lack a little bit of, you know, moderation, maybe, and that's surely true. And I'm, I'm not, you know, if you're the in last place and you lose uh, on a last second goal or or basket or whatever to the first place team, that is obviously a different kind of loss than the other way around, right? If you for in first place and lose by five to yeah. the last place team, um, that is, you know, the outcome's the same. You lost, but. 
the context is a is completely different in, in Absolutely. the case of you know a, a weaker team losing to a better team and putting a lot of effort in there and playing their hearts uh, hearts out hearts out. Um, there's surely ways to to pull positives from it from that, right? That I'm not denying that. Uh, I'm not denying that at all. And the other thing, um, kind of related to that. Um, the the link I think Linkin Park is a very potent example of that, right? Because they put out two instant classics, like back to back, over the span of what two years, mm-hmm. um, that were you know very alike. I mean, they kind of put out the same record twice, yeah, but they were both great. They were both great. Uh, uh, you know, huge um, to huge acclaim, uh, built up a huge fan base. Toured the world, um, were re- really unique back in the day. I think you know they they uh, did stuff there into in their own way, uh, you know, on their own terms, and were successful with that. And then I think if you you know they they put out a very similar second record, and then they consciously went away from that and never. Went back to that uh, that sound, and the fans, you know, a part of of their fans just couldn't deal with that. And I think that is that is uh, you know people failing to understand that art isn't objective, and that art is not about them. And yeah. I think that is something that that a lot of fans of of artists. Oftentimes, overlook. Art is not about you. Uh, you like it or you don't like it. That's you know that's up to you. Uh, listening to it or watching it or not is also up to you. But making art is not about you. And I think that is all, uh, oftentimes a problem uh, in you know in 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 these kinds of discussions. Um, But I mean, again, we're back to talking about negative uh, feelings. That, um, but still, I would still I keep coming back to the thought that you know, at least for me, um, maybe maybe uh, maybe I should be glad about that, and I am able to pull so much positive out of of artists that I'm fan that mm. I'm a fan of that I can in the end say that being a fan of art is. So much is such a, a a a experience, an experience that is so much more positive yeah. than being a fan of sports. I can say that, and maybe I should be glad about that because apparently there are a lot of people out there that sh- can't really say that. That that's at least you know that sounds like it uh, on the the basis of our discussion right now, right? That is my perception. That is absolutely true. Because and and I would I would I would kind of even reverse this thing and um. I would I, I would definitely agree with you on the on, you know on the notion that it is it can be much more wholesome to to be a fan of art um but it doesn't necessarily have to be um but interesting side note for example um 
to maybe contextualize your take on on the toxicity of sports fandom a bit more, I recall seeing a video a few weeks ago. There's a German first league team called Schalke 04 um, that is currently struggling, um, I believe, to be relegated. Um, it's a it's a very 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 sort of like. Um, traditional first league team um working class team highly important to to the city that is or the cities that are attached to it um economically very very integrated in the region so all of the factors that we talked about with like regional pride and identity and love and these things are are are, are if if there's if there is a you know an argument to be made for these things i think that team would probably be a prime example for that if you look at the fan base so um, I saw a video of this team that has just been performing terribly from my layman's knowledge. Um, and I saw a video of the team being led to the bus, to their to their team bus. I think it was a home game. And um, they had a group of fans there waiting, all of them obviously like masked and at a distance and stuff. And it was um, the group, uh, like the core fan group of the ultras. So like the super, like, like, um, like the, the super fans essentially that travel to every game and that like are the main support group and so on and so forth. Um, and they were holding a legit kind of audience with the team where they were confronting them about like, oh yeah, um, okay, here's what we see. Um, and it wasn't disrespectful. It was at a distance, and they were like, they were saying, you're like, oh, like, please, please fight. Like, we're willing to give everything for you. And then, like, it it erupted into this like chant, and it was just, it was just in a parking lot, and it was like, it was strangely moving to see these to see these people that really seemed to care about this at a moment where um, where this team was performing absolutely, absolutely horrendously. Um, yeah. so this idea of, um, this idea of great challenge also provoking great support from the core group of fans, right? I think, I think, I, I think that is also an argument that can be made about sports because a lot of the times when, when, when f like teams have to relegate or they're not performing for a prolonged period of time, you really see who, who the dedicated fans are, people who will still go to the games, people who will still buy the merch, who will still hold on to their tickets and still support even if the team gets relegated to another league and they don't lose interest. Because arguably these are like devastating things for, for teams to happen. So I just wanted to throw that in there to kind of contextualize that because I feel like sometimes this kind of struggle and this time kind of bad performance that leads to, you know, hate among the maybe less dedicated fans um, can lead to an outpouring of love by the people who have really dedicated it. Like, like, like their identity and their existence and their love for that particular team. Um, and I think that's very wholesome and that's worth mentioning. Yeah, I think there's, there's, uh, there's truth to that. Um, and, and I think sports at their best are about, you know, overcoming yeah. uh, struggle, uh, you know, are about underdog stories. Yeah. Um, and I think, but it is in that, in, in, in that case in particular, with you know these kind of traditional uh, historic uh, almost uh, clubs in soccer, for example, there's also this um, element of a club 
not just being the sum of its players and its coaches, right? It's a hundred percent. A forty-year-old man has been a fan, uh, you know, twenty years before you, the player, arrived at that team, and will be a fan, you know, twenty more years after he leaves. Possibly so before this, that you know, player this, was born. <laughs> probably, you know, probably. Um, so there's this. Um, uh, this element of you know this is um, in in case of you know uh, you know a risk of relegation or something and this issue is bigger than you as a you know bigger yeah. than the player or you know the, a fan having the perception of I am more of the club than th- that player is then there's all, always this kind of oh the, those players that we have right now they don't care yeah they're just this hired guns right and, they're just here for the exactly, money sure that's that's and that's something that's obviously also different than um, than artists. You know, it's always about the artists, right? A band, and maybe there's a couple of um, uh, members uh, or, or lineup changes, but it's always at least one member of the band that the whole thing is about, right? That doesn't change. But in in sports, this, the franchise is over the course of twenty years. There's no. Overlap, right? It's more the concept of that franchise, uh, as as weird as it sounds, you know, um, is what you are a fan of. That the heritage, that's, yeah, um, you know, the, the, the history you have with it, the history maybe, attached to yeah, it. Well, maybe it's the heritage. Maybe it's uh, if it's a local club. Maybe it's that kind of connection. Um, it it can be a host of reasons, but it's a different and and less tangent concept maybe that you you're hanging on to that uh, as opposed to um artists right yeah i agree i agree um so that is a wholesome note to conclude how, this on i think well <laughs> is it really wholesome um i'm trying to you know trying to wrap this uh, wrap a bow around this but we didn't really arrive at any kind of conclusion, I think, right? I think we managed um, to point out some similarities and some differences. Um, I, I think the, con- the bigger conclusion would be that it's really hard to put these ideas under the same umbrella and maybe you shouldn't. There are unarguable similarities, I think, but there's also a bucket of differences. I think for me, it came out much... Uh, 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 it came out to be much more similar than I t- anticipated. Mm. Um, I think maybe in 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 summary, you know, being a fan, I think that the the things that unite to you know sports versus arts mm. is what is uh, what is human in general. It's like the the the, the negativity. Um, we talked about that a bunch yeah. now. It's that that sense of identity. It's there's that sense of belonging. Um, I think that's what what makes uh, you know what what is a, a large part of, of of being a fan and what what is very very similar in in uh, in both cases and all yeah. that comes with it. You know the uh, bashing of everything that's different, um, the hanging on to the past, all of that, right? It's it's one to one. It's the same thing in both. Weirdly enough, yeah. And I think that is, but that is just humans being humans. Um, uh, other than that, 
just uh, what what we what I you know as a, a a fan of both came to realize is right, just that I'm glad that I don't uh, that I can oftentimes you know mute the more negative sides of it probably also because coming back to what I discussed in in, in the beginning that I don't really have that sense of of overwhelming fandom or right it's just and maybe maybe that little that little bit of distance helps me in the end uh to you know take away more of the positive things and and not focus on the negative things um and what the weirdest you know the question that keeps that I keep asking myself is that as you know 20 years of sports fandom of of you know that I can remember yeah obviously um Round about that, give or take a couple of years. Um, I think there's been one like real success, and that was obviously as a German when they won the, the <laughs> soccer world champ, um, the World Cup in 2014. Right? Yeah. There was a undeniable success. A tremendous were, success. You know, they just won. And you know, the World Cup in soccer is probably the biggest achievement there is. So this unequivocally was a great experience back then. But other than that, none of my teams have won. <laughs> you know, that's um and yet and there's been it's not only that, it's a lot of pain. It is. And I I I just realized that I I've gotten out of this episode Talking about being a fan of sports without really yeah, never mentioned most one team. You never mentioned one team in particular. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the way to go, right? Strategy, um, all strategy. You know, there, there's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of meltdowns. You know, especially recently, and yet I keep coming back. I keep coming back for more, and I think that's also because. I I am I I've I've been very uh, insistent on on the negativity of the whole situation of being a sports fan, but yet I seem to be able to to pull out the positives, right? And and focus maybe on the on the good sides of of every season, on the wins, on the you know how fun the ride was, even if it didn't go all the way, um, on just you know the the. What the what makes the game entertaining, whether it be basketball or football or soccer or whatever, maybe maybe in the end I am then a bit of a fan of the game and can just enjoy those moments for what they are. And maybe I should be glad about that, even even if uh, you know in in the end it it's always a lot of pain. Uh, trust me, it is. I bet it is, and I think I think maybe to conclude this, um, you just I, I think there's bliss in this in this balance of like pain and pleasure because I think the experience of being a fan is, I think it's easy to be a fan of something that always succeeds. I don't th- that's not my idea of being a fan. I think my idea of being a fan is rooting for something um, that. I have my own reasons to root for, even that might not be, you know, successful at all times. So, as as you put it, being there for the right, I think you're as much a fan 
of the game, obviously, because you enjoy that. Um, but also as much, you know, in it for the ride with that certain team. Because if it was just about the experience, if it was just about um about, you know, the sportsman, the sportsmanship and the craft, like the team wouldn't wouldn't matter ultimately. So the fact that you can still the fact that you can still enjoy it with the team despite the pain, despite the pain, just, uh, and still derivate some pleasure from, you know, by having the necessary distance and not getting over like like overly worked by them not finishing first every year. I think that's 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 a perfect example of being of being a fan of something. Sure, and I think in sports it's also so much more about hope. If you yeah. told me now that none of my teams would ever win a championship in their respective sports, I'd probably stop watching tomorrow. Because then, fuck the enjoying the, the game in general and the beauty yeah, of cer- the... There's no certainty, obviously, yeah. If certainty is at play, you're fucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's about every single year you can uh, you can um, convince yourself that there's a chance. Yeah, right. And yeah. that's that's what keeps you, keeps you. Um, and that's probably more so in sports than in in art. In in art, you realize really fast, like, oh, this is this artist is off on a on a journey that I won't follow him and he's probably not going to come back from from that that's you know how you deal with that is your uh is, is your di- decision you can yeah. be fine with that and being adult adult about it but you at times you know this is this was it you know my yeah. time there won't be any new material from that artist that I enjoy yeah, yeah, you can't be an adult about it. You can also be like a whingy crybaby about it and like complain about it on Reddit nonstop. <laughs> so, as you, as you, I think you put that, you put that perfectly. <laughs> Again, as it is with with most of our topics, this is not not the end of of those uh, of this discussion. You know, we will continue to to talk about art that we care about, sports that we, that care, we about. care about, and our fans of. And we will all, and I, I, I can only talk, speak for myself. I will also continue to um, <laughs> talk about sports. Um, so this is not the end of, of this, uh, of all of those um, topics that we just uh, rambled our way through. Um, so, you know, if you found that, uh, that, that discussion today to be inconclusive, just stick with us. Thanks for listening to episode six of The Axe Effect. I hope you had a fun time with us. Um, feel free to engage with us on any type of social media, Instagram, Twitter, write us an email if you feel like you have something to add to our non-existent conclusion or our too ambiguous conclusion. Um, leave some feedback and say hi. Thanks for listening. Also, it would be great if you would call yourself a fan of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, then, goodbye. Bye bye.